All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Presented by Botano, Nick Alberga and Jay Rosso back together again to discuss the very latest in Leafs Nation with training camp set to kick off in a few weeks time. Rosie, how are you, pal? Can you explain this time of year for a National Hockey League player as you get set for training camp? Yeah, it's a bit hectic. Uh, summer's over in their minds, no doubt about it. Your no more boozing. No more boozing, lay off the booze. And I always laughed about that because like <laughs> two weeks before training camp, you're like, no going out, no boozing. And then like mid-season, it's like, we got a game in two days and it's like, yeah, let's have a fucking rookie party. But uh, funny enough, as it goes, you're you're in the mode. You've had your time off. You're chomping at the bit to get rolling right now. And guys are looking at logistics. Where am I going to live? How am I going to get down there? You know, you're setting up cable. When's my wife going? Where's the school for the kids? Holy shit. It's a bit mayhem. And all the while you're trying to focus on maybe making a team or getting into a new city. So definitely hectic for all those players right now. I noticed that from a couple of show buddies. Maybe they're just ghosting me, but I noticed recently they haven't been able to do as much as they were able to do a couple months prior. Right. But it really it really shows you and even us as broadcasters, like I don't know where the summer went, man. Like next thing you know, it's September. and We're getting set for season number two here of Leafs Morning Take. But I'm sure it feels the same way for a hockey player. No. Yeah, it flies by and, you know, you're training and you take your vacation and stuff, but it's just like anyone else. Like, yeah, summer flies by, um, you know, the sun goes behind the, the horizon these days and it gets chilly as hell. And you just know those leaves are turning, the snow is coming and uh, it's ready for hockey season. So, you know, if you're jacked about hockey, maybe you won't be as depressed that summer's over and you're chomping at the bit to watch some NHL. 
I'm really fired up for a multitude of reasons, but I won't lie. Like we still have a nine month odyssey before it starts for real. If you know what I'm saying. And I said this in October, we're going to go through the same journey once again. I'm going to bitch about a lost Arizona. I'm sure if they play them in October, I'm going to bitch about a lost. Like it's going to happen again. I'm ready for it. I know you are though. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I like that they made some changes. They're not completely running it back. Yeah, the core four is there and everything. They're all great players and they've had some success last year, not to the level that they wanted to. But I'm a little bit excited that they did make some changes. We got tree living in there. We got some goaltenders, some D, some forwards. We got some grit. We got some bang. There's stuff to to be excited about and to look forward to. So I, I, I'm I'm a little more positive than maybe we were last year. But again, yeah. we're going to go into it knowing that this regular season doesn't uh, doesn't win championships. Pretty much it. Uh, firstly, if you haven't already subscribed, please sure to do so on our YouTube page at the Leafs Nation 401 at the Leafs Nation 401. If you're listening or watching right now and not subscribed, please do so. We'll smile and make our life uh, much easier if you subscribe to our YouTube page. Also, wherever you get your podcast, just search Leafs Morning Take and we'll pop up there again. Much appreciated on that side. We've really, really grown since we put the YouTube page together a couple months back. And of course, Year one of Lease Morning Take was a big time success. And uh, not to disclose too much, but uh, we're going bigger and better for year number two. So can't wait for that. But Rosie, let's jump into things. The Leafs signed Simon Benoit. So a one-year contract for a depth defenseman at 775K. Um, not much more than that. Played 78 games for the Ducks last year. He was a minus 29. I don't read much into that. The Ducks were dreadful. He had 60 penalty minutes. At the very least, he adds some depth. And a bit of size on the back end. Yeah, I mean he's a he's a warm body, you know. He, he's not. A, <laughs> uh, he's wow, a low okay. defenseman with you know some upside. Um, you know, defensemen tend to to develop late and hit their stride a little bit later than forwards do. It's a difficult position to get your your bearings, and I think he's twenty four years old, so he's he's still young enough. He's got upside, no doubt. But you know, it looks like our top seven are kind of locked in. Um, he's going to be that depth piece. You know, if we get some injuries and stuff, instead of calling up, you know, a Marley with zero experience, which can also be beneficial, but you'll have a guy there with some experience who can play in the NHL. Um, like you said, numbers aren't ideal, but he was playing on a dog shit team. So you can't, uh, you can't hold him over the coals for that. He's, he's a body that's going to be there and and ready to play if, if need be. So not groundbreaking news by any means, but uh, you know, they got a little bit of depth in there and covered their ass somewhat. I I think you nailed it because I think you look at any NHL team, especially in the volatility uh, known as the NHL these days, you're going to need more than six, seven defensemen guys get hurt. You don't know what's going to happen. So at the very least, like the way I view it, it's a guy who has NHL experience. And while there's a lot of players who play in this league, it's tough to breed that, especially at his age, uh, especially the way he plays. And I think you need that aspect. Like we talked a lot about Luke Shen and the void that he left. It was a small sample size, but that type of player, I think is really lacking from this back end right now. And I hope Benoit is a guy who could, who they can filter in now and again, you know, We'll see what they do with that back end. You talked about the seven guys prior to him and, and stuff like that. But I think they need that element of size and like grit. And I'm not sure Benoit is like fully that guy, but they need that type of player. Yeah. And if I was his agent, if I was his friend or if I was his dad or his wife, I would say, hey, why don't you stand out from the crowd, go into training camp with a little F you in your attitude, <clears throat> a little chip on your shoulder, go and hit everything that moves give a guy an extra little shot after the whistle, clear the front of the crease, play like a bit of an asshole. If you need to drop the gloves, 
drop the gloves in and wrestle a guy down to the ground. That's what, you know, exhibition season's all about is making some noise, opening some eyes. You know what this team's lacking. Like you just said, they lost that Luke Shen presence and he's really made a name for himself to the point where he was, you know, wanted on the free agency market. He's gone. You can fill that void easy. You want a job? Do you want to be on the Marlies or do you want to be on the Leafs? Go in there, play with a chip on your shoulder, use your size, bang and crash, be physical, be a presence, and you'll have a very difficult uh, decision that you'll put on the laps of the brass of the Toronto Maple Leafs because they know they need that right now. I won't lie. I'm I'm sort of disappointed because I thought this team still needed that type of guy. And I, again, I don't think it's Benoit. I would have loved like a Zadora from Calgary. And to me, this Benoit signing, at least in my world, pretty pretty much waves the flag and says, hey, this is the roster. This is the back end we're going into training camp with. It's not a big deal. Like I, I still think they're pretty good, but I still wonder if they're deep enough. So the way it's slated right now, Riley Brody, McCabe Klingberg, Giordano Lilligren, and then Benoit and Timmons as your 7-8. Ideally, I think I want the bottom four, if you will, to be a bit stronger, a bit deeper, and maybe a bit more versatile, a bit harder to play against. But again, you're, we're really gasping at straws. I think it is a deep Maple Leafs team. But I think down the road at some point in time this season, they're, they're going to need to add that type of defenseman, Rosie. Yeah, you'd hope so. And, you know, we wanted to get that at, you know, free agency. Um it happened to a point with Klingberg at, you know, the jury's out on what he's going to be like. We know he's capable of playing really high quality um, NHL defenseman type hockey in this league. He hasn't done it in a while. And I always feel like it's a lost cause when you expect someone to come into Toronto and be better than they have been ever or in the yeah. past. It's kind of like it's, it's difficult to perform in Toronto. You, I mean, the proof's in the pudding. And to expect a guy to come in and wow you is kind of, you know, naive maybe to a point. But that being said, if he comes out and shows some solid, solid defensive uh, and offensive defensive play for a defenseman, sorry, um, you know, that's going to be a big addition. But I agree with you. It doesn't seem like they're quite there. It doesn't seem like, oh, this is a Stanley Cup caliber uh, defensive squad. And when you look at the guys who win the Cups, they always have those big, thick, tough D that are solid and responsible and can take control of the game and slow it down if need be and chip in offensively and be rugged and tough. And I mean, they, they don't, they don't look like that right now, but like you just said, to start this show going into training camp, this is kind of not, you know, the Holy grail of the season. So we got time yeah. to move things around. Uh, you know, tree living can work his magic a little bit. If some trades come in down the pipe down Christmas time or the deadline, I mean, the sky's the limit for what this decor can look like going into the playoffs, but I think it's a good start. Yeah, to be fair, I think Brad Tree Living knows this. And I mean, he pretty much intimated to the fact when he took over this job that maybe they need to change their look a bit on the back end. And that's why they've been linked to some guys throughout this offseason. I know it's a copycat league, but you look at the Vegas Golden Knights, their body of work, how big like every defenseman on that roster was. And, and then you try to compare them to the Maple Leafs and say, hey, could they boast anything close to that? Now, granted, they don't have a Petrangelo. They don't have a Theodore. I mean, they're best they can offer. Pretty good defenseman, obviously, in a Morgan Riley, but he's not of that ilk, of that cloth, if you will. So that's my wonder, sort of moving forward, is how can they find a way to modify their back end? Like, I agree with you on Klingberg, but he's very offensive-minded. He is not good defensively. To think he can be that guy who's like a perennial all-star again, I think is a tough stretch, especially in this market. That would be an amazing story, don't get me wrong, if John Klingberg somehow returns to form as a member of the Toronto Maple Leafs, but I understand why they got him. Like he can move the puck. He can play that type of game. And I think he can get the puck to the big boys up front. So there's nothing wrong with that. I just think 
when it comes to the playoffs and you look at the body of work and the success of recent teams and recent memory, you need that type of defense. But that's why we love Schenner. Guys like that who are going to make things difficult to play against for the opponent. Yeah, and I think that it's a good start what we have here with the defense, but it just there's yeah. a missing piece. I want that stud. I want that, you know, that Duncan Keith or that that yeah. Latang type stud who can really be like your number one guy. And then the guys we're mentioning can kind of be that supporting cast who can really um, you know, add that depth and that layers when, you know, your rest and your big boys get out there and still contribute and not be a liability. And then I would like to see some physicality, like uh another big step in the physicality. And I hope that McCabe and and um, some of these guys can kind of provide that and step up and it's. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Tough to ask guys to do things that they they don't normally do, but if, to me, I just keep banging my head against the wall saying you can't ask a guy to go, you know, put up 50 points. Like it's just not there, but everyone can finish their checks. Everyone can play with a chip on their shoulder. It's just so frustrating when a team needs something so badly. And all these guys that are physically and mentally capable of it, just like not me, not me. Like why can't every guy, you know, this fucking decor needs to bulk up and play a little bit stiffer and every guy's capable of it like again you don't have to fight but just play meaner play tougher finish your checks don't get pushed around stand up with your chest out why can't these guys do it 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 just drives me to no end especially when there's like six foot three bodies standing there and it's like we need a guy like this but we can't get it we're at the cap crunch and there's no one available and we we don't have anyone to give up to get this guy and all these guys are like it's like you could all do that you could show up on day one and play big and play mean and finish your checks and clear the crease and say f you to every guy that comes near your goalie it's not that hard and it just frustrates me when guys just are like not even on not even on their radar to even attempt to try to do that of course everything can change if they decide to make a blockbuster trade right and I may be in the minority on this. Like, I love Nylander. I love Marner. I love Matthews. I love Tavares. Tavares is untradeable. I I think he's a great captain for this team. But I'm almost at a point where I'm banging my head against the wall because it's the same shit every offseason. Not to say this one has been the same as ones previous, but the nucleus is the same, right? And I think if you really, really want to get through and find a way to get the job done in the Stanley Cup playoffs, to me, the next logical 
you know, thing would be to make a blockbuster trade. And maybe it's a Nylander, but I think if you're if you're making a significant trade, they have to get at least one defenseman back who's like a top four bona fide stud. Easier said than done, but that's, a, I think, a way to turn over your roster, right? Yeah, and that's difficult. I mean, yeah. Tree Living's kind of bent over a barrel right now. He's he's vulnerable and he doesn't have the leverage he would like. And I don't think it's him either. I think it's Shanny. I, I think Shanny calls everything. Yeah. Sure. Whoever it is, you know, to, when it comes down to Nylander, I think if it's going to be a blockbuster trade, it's going to be Willie. And yeah. I think that they're vulnerable to have guys take advantage of them because they're not really in the driver's seat when it comes to it. And if they unload him, what are they going to get back? I don't know. Hopefully a big stud D-man, but it's going to leave a big gaping hole in their forwards and their offense. And that's just more pressure on, you know, the the Marners and the Tavares and the, the Matthews in the playoffs to get it done. And And as we saw, it was difficult to get that two goal lead in the playoffs as it is with Nylander. So you, you delete him. It's, it's hard to think of a scenario where we absolutely got better. And at the same time with the cap situation that we've been left in, basically thanks to Dubis, it's going to be tough to sign him as well. So interesting stuff coming down the pike. There's, there's not a huge time crunch on when this needs to happen, obviously, but uh, it'll be interesting this season to see how that whole scenario shakes out. Yeah, something to monitor at the very least. So we mentioned it. The Leafs are capped out. We've been talking about this for like five to seven years, but anything's possible. I know they're horned up in Edmonton. They got some PTO guys. They got Sam Gagne back for his 15th tour in Edmonton. They got Brandon Sutter. So let's look at some logical PTO options for the Maple Leafs to at least push the other guys along in training camp. Some names I've think of at the top of my head, Josh Bailey, Zach Cassian, Jesse Pulley, Tyler Mott. Um, to me, it makes more sense, and I don't know if you would agree, and again, this has to be a perfect world because they don't have much to cook with in terms of cap, but they can invite guys to camp. I would look at the back end to add some depth to maybe outplay a Benoit or a Timmons and sneak their way on the team. So I'm looking at Ethan Bear. Uh, Mark Pesic is a guy who makes a lot of sense because he's got versatility. He can play up front and the back end. And then center-wise, like Dylan Gambrell, I guess on paper, Rosie, is the four-line four C for this team. Played for Ottawa last year. He was okay. But there are some veterans who are available on the market that could make a lot of sense, especially come the Stanley Cup playoffs. Paul Stasny, Derek Broussard, um, Colin White's another guy. Guys like that. So what would you do in terms of PTOs here? Yeah, all guys are interesting. Like some of those names that you see that are, you know, a few years removed from, you know, when they're the talk of the town type thing. But uh, yeah. You know, it would it would depend on, you know, you'd have to do your homework. You'd have to crunch the numbers and and go deep into the situation that these players were in. Are they just getting older? Did they get kind of pushed out by the younger guys? Was there no room for them in their organization? Why are they unsigned free agents, you know, and and try to find a guy who's, you know, you just kind of see the writing on the wall and how it happened. And you think there's some good hockey left in them. It costs you nothing to bring a guy on a professional tryout, come to camp, see what you can do. And, you know, see if they can rattle some cages and, and open some eyes and see if they got some good hockey left in them. And, you know, like you said, some of those guys you mentioned have been, you know, pretty solid players and they all bring different elements to the team. But to bring guys in on PTOs and, and give them a chance to, to earn their spot, you know, it's nice to have at camp two guys like that who are going to be going absolutely balls out in in training camp and in exhibition season. You know, that's kind of contagious where, you know, you look at this guy fighting for his life and fighting for his career. Other guys are going through the motions in exhibition game. You know, maybe it'll kick some guys in the ass to, to you know, produce throughout uh, throughout that type of the season or that time of the season and and maybe make it hard on on the brass and the people that are going to pick the final roster. It, it, it doesn't cost you anything to do it. 
I really want to see Bobby McMahon crack that roster at a training camp. We'll see. Like he had some flashes, uh, you know, in, in a short sample size last year. And I think if you can do that, then you can move a Lafferty up the middle and Gambrell is your your last forward and he's your depth guy. And that makes more sense to me. But again, anything can play out in training camp. Uh, I don't mind the idea of like internal competition. It's something they preached in recent seasons for the Leafs. Just some guys to push in camp. Uh, to not make it like a country carnival again, or a country club, I should say, not a carnival, but a country club atmosphere. I think that's been the problem with this team for X amount of years, and it starts in the in the regular season, and it translates to the Stanley Cup playoffs. I want to see some urgency this year. Easier said than done. Urgency, accountability are my two big buzzwords for this Maple Leaf season. Well, I like them. And, you know, those are the things it takes to win. And, you know, when this team is at its point where it's frustrating its fans and it's it's legions of, of loyal people who want to see it do well, they are lacking those two things without a doubt. They kind of go through the motions. They stick to the outside. No one's willing to break through the wall and say, fuck you, I'm taking over this game. Yeah. Um, and that's what's been frustrating with this organization for the last go back as far as you want. But certainly since I've been paying strong attention to it, they're lacking that intensity level and that urgency and that accountability of is someone going to take this team on their back this shift and change the momentum of this game. And they've had trouble doing that. So adding a piece, any piece that can do something like that and, and create an environment that's, you know, rubs off on other guys is, is certainly a welcome uh, addition without doubt. I got a big time question for you to wrap, Rosie. Are you ready for some football? I am actually, man. I'm kind of pumped about it. I was looking at my betting account there and I'm like, man, this thing's been stagnant. I, I threw a few things on some golf here this summer, but man, there's been nothing going on. So I'm excited to get back to the NFL. I got my fantasy draft here coming up in a week or so. And uh, I just about won the whole thing last year. First time playing fantasy. So I'm just excited to throw a couple bucks on some games, make it interesting, get back to the big show that is the NFL. It's uh, that time of year. Our friends are going to hook you up over Batano. Week one is around the corner. Batano is celebrating with Football Live Trivia on September 2nd at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Flex your bar trivia knowledge to earn your share of the weekly $500 prize pool. No betting is required to participate. I know Rosie is Jack for the start of football here in September. I'm probably going to take the back road, chill out for hockey to start, watch some um, October baseball. I'm looking forward to that as well. But uh, lots coming in the sports world, and I don't know about you, I'm just so jacked for this hockey season to start in a couple of weeks' time. Uh, training camps will commence, and the next thing you know, in uh, what, early October, about October 10th or 11th, the season will start for real here, Rosie. Yeah, it'll be go time before you know it. Kids are getting back to school now, and you know what that means. So fall time is uh, is the time to start pumping for hockey, and maybe you'll get into football this year, man. Jeez, I'm surprised a guy with your background knowledge, you don't know shit about the NFL. I, I hate football with a passion. So Why? I'm sorry to say that, but make sure you uh, check out the trivia contest, our friends with Botano, but I will not watch any football. I'm sorry. Stubborn. Stubborn. Maybe documentaries. That's about it. I'll watch some documentaries. I did a bunch of those here um, in the off season. I'm primed and ready, but I'm a, I'm a, I'm a two sport, three sport guy. I like the NBA, I like basketball. I like football. I like hockey. That's it. Yeah, I know you hate that. You, we got to have more rants about LeBron James this season, but we'll, uh, We'll leave it at that. Uh, many thanks to producer Aaron. Of course, you, Rosie, are going to take a couple of days off and head on to Nashville, right? Yeah, going to Nash, Vegas. And uh, yeah, some of my family, my brother's birthday, he's turning nice. 40. And uh, my wife's never been there. And I used to run around there here and there when we were visiting <laughs> for hockey. So uh, we'll see if there's uh, anything still kicking around that I am familiar with. Let's hope that you come back with stories. Will you be seeing Luke Shen there? 
I think we will bump into Luke oh. Shan. Hal Gill's kicking around there too. So we'll yeah. probably have a couple of beers with those guys. I'll send you some picks. Make sure to go to my favorite bar that I fell in love with over at the draft. Jason Aldean's got a bar there, dude. It is tremendous. Like multiple stories, Tootsies, you know the deal down at Bridgestone and Broadway. I mean, it's a tremendous time. I'm sure you'll, you'll have some fun. It is a wicked town. We're looking forward to it. There you have it. That's Jay Rosehill. I'm Nick Alberga again. You can subscribe at the Leafs Nation 401 on YouTube. Search us uh, wherever you get your podcast. Leafs Morning Take. We'll be back quick and uh, in a hurry as we get set for training camp here. Take care. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.